Attention! The Imperial Court of Immortals invites warriors of all styles to compete in the a Tournament of Mortal Combat. The grand prize? Your continued existence. Oh, and listening to this episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Reflux capacitor, fluxing, crew, distinctions, scanning for Mortal Combat 1992. Prepare to rewind in three. Did you say all immortal people report? No, just attention. The Imperial Court of Immortals invites warriors Immort. of all styles. Oh, so it's Im- is it so it's immortal combat? No, it put on it's mortal combat put on by the mortals. Welcome to the Retro Rewind podcast, where we (laughs) take a fresh look at movies and video games (laughs) from 15 or more years ago. You can find this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 108, where there are links to contact us and vote on the movies we cover, even though now we're covering the game, but uh, usually a lot of the time we cover movies. Uh, There's also a Patreon link if you would like to be one of our awesome patrons helping fund the show alongside Brian Keating. Deborah Powers, Jared Holzhauer, Chris Cowan, Patrick Hicks, Michael Kelso, Diego Avila, the Feel and Film Podcast, and a secret patron as well. Thank you all so much for your continued support. It really helps the show grow. And also want to say a special thank you to uh, sponsoring just a couple more episodes, Katek Ruiz, for making sure we had plenty of buckets of blood and stuff for this for this show. Yeah. <laughs> Buckets uh, full, man. Buckets. Okay. Um, my name is Francisco Ruiz. I'm a dad, designer, and I have my very own trivial question. Yes, one of our uh, one of the rewards for being a patron is at like the one dollar level is you can ask me a question and I will answer it. Typically, I just have a little alliteration here, but this question came from our patron Diego, and he says the character Johnny Cage was inspired by Jean Claude Van Damme. Even sporting the same first initials. Francisco, what was your favorite Jean-Claude martial arts movie? Uh, So if you're talking like strictly martial arts, probably Bloodsport is the only one I can think of that I saw of his. But since he does martial arts in a lot of his movies, I'd say probably my favorite of his is Hard Target, which is where he's being hunted by this like rich guy that just wants to hunt humans. (laughs) Uh, so I remember enjoying that one. Um, so thank you so much for that question, Diego. I feel all included in, in this <laughs> opening bit. Uh, wow. Do you enjoy the <laughs> hunting or the hunter? Oh, I, I guess I'd be the hunty. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, Kitos. Be a patron, then you can ask these questions. Anyway, <laughs> I predicted that Mortal Kombat uh, would be a nostalgic game. And I am joined, as always, by my good friend, co-host, fellow fighter, Paul, the Master Interrupter Powers. Hey, Paul. How are you doing again, Francisco? I'm doing again well. That's an odd way of putting that. Uh, Paul, my trivial question for you is... Mortal Some very familiar. <laughs> Stop breaking the fourth wall. Uh, <laughs> Mortal Kombat introduced the concept of juggling, which is knocking an opponent into the air and following up with combination of attacks while the oh, enemy yes. is still airborne and defenseless. Paul, do you know how to juggle? <laughs> People in the air while I kick no, them? No, <laughs> just normal you know, balls, 
flamethrowers, um, chainsaws. I can do bean bags three at, for like uh, thirty seconds. And that's okay, about it. nice, very cool. So, I had no idea. Yeah. Have you ever wanted to try something like bowling pins or something a little more challenging than bean bags? No, because I I do tennis balls and I don't last as long and like I don't want to hurt myself with anything other than that, you know, like flames oh, yeah. or. <laughs> <laughs> wooden mallets or bowling pins from tennis ball to flaming dives yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about difficulty ramping up later uh, <laughs> i was thinking the paul, same thing <laughs> paul, what's your prediction for moral combat i predicted was? nostalgic nostalgic as well all right this time i'd like to welcome back to the show once again our tactics officer my brother kitos ruiz welcome back to the show kitos Hey, Francisco. Hey, Paul. Thank you guys hey. for having me back. Absolutely. It's awesome to have you on a game. It's been forever. You weren't we, you weren't able to join us on GoldenEye, uh, but I believe the last game you joined us on, very appropriately, was Super Street Fighter 2. So yeah. <laughs> this is like another take on a fighting game that you're right. here with us. Um, so, Kitos, my trivial question for you is this. In 2013, Mortal Kombat co-creator Ed Boon named the hypothetical Moral Combat, Moral Combat versus Street Fighter as his dream crossover game. In mm. 2014, Boone said his team was has remained in touch with Capcom, but no one could resolve the incompatibility problem of Moral Combat being much more brutal than Street Fighter. Kitos, if you could have a versus game with Moral Combat, what game series other than Street Fighter would you choose? Uh, hmm... That's a good question. I think I'd go with uh, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighter. Oh, interesting. I think I think that combat could could go with Mortal Kombat. They yeah. they have they have very like similar fighting styles, mm-hmm. and the the super moves aren't too in your face. I mean, some of them are, but most for the most part, I I think, I think they could they could fight against each other. Nice, and I feel like I've heard in one of our episodes we did on Ninja Turtles that actually the original comics were a lot darker than like the cartoon or the movies. Yeah. So maybe that actually even lends itself more to that compatibility. I remember. I, I mean, imagine a pizzaality. I mean, that would that would just set up blood. Up town, up town, up town, up town, up town. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I would have picked, I just want to chime in, I would pick Killer Instinct. As oh, I yeah. think those would yeah. blend well. But though I think, I don't think people are familiar enough with Killer Instinct that they may think that it's just more moral combat characters. Mm. So anyway. Yeah. But that's all beside the point. Uh, Kitos, what was your prediction for moral combat? Uh, so I predicted that would be nostalgic. Okay. So three nostalgics. Uh, before, and to, before we uh, tell Alice our course and enter that in, or I'll have Paul do that, uh, let's go real quick. How did we play this game? And if you want to be as specific as what version you played, that's fine too. I played on uh, via the good old games port, which is a, the DOS port of the arcade, I believe. And I played on an 8-bit Do NES 30 Pro controller. Uh, how about you, Kitos? Uh, so I, I played on uh, uh, the emulator, a PC emulator for SNES, mm-hmm. ZNES. 
And um, I used uh, just your regular Xbox controller. Okay. So you sweated a lot in that it, version. Oh, and and the 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 ROM was a uh, uh, SNES version. Okay. So a lot of sweat. Yeah. Yes, shiny. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Paul, how about you? I also played the SNES version, but on the Nvidia Shield uh, TV. Oh, nice! Ooh. Using the control, the Nvidia Shield controller. Very cool. All right, well, Paul, will you enter our course for Alice so we can get talking Mortal Kombat? Yeah, say hey Alice, let's have a roundtable discussion on Mortal Kombat, the video game, not the movie. And uh, <laughs> let's talk about what we like, including what we like the most and what we didn't like about the game and, and also what we didn't like most. And then we'll head back for some feedback and announcements. Well, and we'll give a final rating also. Well, if you want, yeah. <laughs> I we'll would throw like that, that in for bonus. I prefer that. <laughs> that's the bonus stage. That's, that's that's Patreon content only. No, it's not. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys! Mutineers, mutineers! <laughs> Alice, don't mutiny against me. Bring up that target when you have it. Alert! Alert! Approaching target. Spoilers incoming. Establishing analysis vector. <laughs> That's a Game Boy? I don't know. I I have no idea. I wasn't paying that close attention. I just saw prepare yourself. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Apparently we're talking Mortal Kombat. And we probably had some memories about uh playing this game. And so we uh twisted those all together into a nice mi- memory mind melt synopsis of this game. So first, uh our story uh memories are Mortal men and women defending their lives and must defeat an evil kung fu master by fighting each other in a tournament and a guy with four arms. Not four arms, but four literal number arms. Number four. Yes, the number four. Uh, as for gameplay, not as good as the Street Fighter series, stupidly hard to pull off special moves and stupidly copious amounts of blood and gore. Special fatalities to boot. And in regards to multiplayer, was there multiplayer? I guess if I have to... <laughs> But when you when you did pull off a fatality, it was fun doing it against a human. All right, uh, I I think that's all pretty accurate, actually. So I I don't think I can do Inception. Bummer. All right. Uh, so our memories are very clear, though very highly limited about Mortal Kombat. Uh, but let's talk about uh, the technicals of this game. How is you know who produced it, uh, how much money it made, etc. Paul, will you uh, let us know what the technicals? I guess. <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> Mortal Kombat is an arcade fighting game developed and published by Midway Games in 1992, and it was subsequently released by Acclaim Entertainment on the uh, home video game platform on many. Uh, home versions the uh 
sorry, Midway Chicago Games uh, fell into bankruptcy that was later acquired by Warner Brothers and turned into Netherland or Nether Realm Studios. So there's a bunch of people who owned this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and there's a bunch of developers like Avalanche Software, Eurocon, Just Games Interactive, Midway Games, Midway Studios. So that's why I was like, I guess, because it has a lot of uh, back and forth. Yeah, how much it made? Um, I don't know how much it made and all that stuff. Were you able to find that out? I No, I did not look because I was counting on you. Well, I, I couldn't find it, but basically they've released many games. I'd imagine it was popular enough at the time that it made more than it cost to make, so I'm going to trepidatiously hit the, the good one for that. Um, enough to make a movie or convince people to make ex- a movie. Exactly, exactly. And a sequel. Oh, yeah, yeah, there was true. a sequel, which I never saw. But uh, Oh, really? No, I never did. Uh, uh but you I know wonder what? if it's worth revisiting. I I don't know. <laughs> but that's what we're going to talk about for the for this game, Mortal Kombat. What we liked about it, what we didn't like. And let's start with those things we liked. Uh, Kitos, as our guest, we'd like to start with you. What's one yeah. thing you liked about Mortal Kombat, the game? Uh, so it's been a long time since I, I've played Mortal Kombat. Like, long time. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been a long time. Since 1992. Yeah, no, probably since it came out. That was probably the last time I played it. When you were three, I don't think so. Probably. <laughs> I, I was, you know, that's why they call me the tactics officer. Yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe not Start when I was early. three, but I, I definitely played it a yeah. long time ago. Definitely before the 2000s then. I did not remember at all, but this is almost like my first experience with their original music oh interesting uh, for the game and i thought it was awesome oh i i i I was like i was pretty stunned because i didn't remember it in the slightest i didn't remember being liking it and Uh i just i it had such good beats for a fighting game nice very cool yeah but and that ladder the ladder crawl with the music was so good too Um, yeah, I, I didn't, didn't really notice the music. You know what? Me neither. In fact, I, I at one point I turned on the the soundtrack for the movie <laughs> to play over the game. <laughs> oh, um, but that uh, came out later. I know, but um, uh, that's cool that you like the music. I it, I didn't right. think it detracted from the game at all. I just didn't notice it. Um, Paul, what's something you liked? I like the different uh, levels. Uh, there, there seem to be variety. At first, for whatever uh-huh. reason, it seemed like a lot of times they're just like, "Oh, there's a bunch of people watching in the background." Mm-hmm. But then it came to like, "Oh, there's a skeleton watching me in the background," or "Oh, there's like a cliff I can fall off of." So, I like the different varieties. Yeah, I don't know if you guys noticed, but uh, Shang Su, I, I don't know how to say his name. The last boss. I think that's how I how he, he's it. sit. Yeah, he's sitting in one of the, uh, oh, yeah. the stages just looking and watching as you fight. And he claps very yeah, enthusiastically yeah. <laughs> when you win yeah. or, or lose. Yeah. Yes, I did notice that. You mean Goro's not the last boss? Well, Goro's <laughs> statue is in one of the levels too, which is kind of cool. Um, I mean, much several statues oh. of fighters. I'm curious, did either of you guys get to the end of the game, like to the final bow with Sh- Shang Tsung? <laughs> yeah, me neither. 
Yeah. Nope. <laughs> I got. To, uh, are we saying how far we got? Sure. Why not? We can do that. Yeah. Uh, I got to Goro. Oh wow, nice. that's further than me. I got to the first mirror match. No, not the no, the first um, where you how is it called uh, endurance match? That's the first one I got to. That's where. Is that where you press the buttons? So no, that's no. A, like a bonus stage. Endurance matches you fight essentially two fighters at once. Like you have to knock out one oh, and wow. then knock out another. I didn't yeah. get that far. I got. I don't. I didn't even get to the. I was gonna save this for my dislike. But I'll will I'll give you a hint. I didn't even get to the mirror the mirror, the mirror match. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Hmm, I wonder yeah, I, what that I, could I got, portend. I got I got my list of dislikes ready. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, hold on, hold on. I have I have something I liked about this game. Oh, Similar, oh for, yeah. Some, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, what yeah. did you like, Francisco? <laughs> uh, similar to Paul, though, from a different angle. I really I thought there was a interesting collection of characters uh, that's playable what characters. my next like was okay yeah and and I, for the time i thought it was pretty cool that you felt like you're playing actual people like you were controlling like i guess a movie like you're almost moving at, it, they looked for the time photorealistic it's like whoa it's like an actual person i'm i'm using to play so that's my classic maker <laughs> <laughs> you just took two of mine right in a row. Oh yeah, that's what I do. I like sometimes. the variety of characters because, uh-huh. and uh, except, you know, wh- wh- who was it? Scorpion and Sub Zero, basically oh, the same, same yeah. character. But they have different moves. So. Oh, oh, all right. Sorry, Ken and Ryu are not the same. Okay, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. Oh uh, well. Kitos, did you like the different characters at all? Or? Uh, I actually had an opposite opinion, and that okay. was one of my dislikes. So yeah, I can that. only choose eight people? Come on. Well, isn't it, <laughs> actually, it's seven people unless you find the reptile a bonus person. Well, yeah, I found him in the double mirror stage. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. I, I didn't unlock Wait, him. I, he, he came I down, either. but then, I, oh my gosh, <laughs> There's no double mirror, is there? I'm I don't joking. know. I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe you're... I didn't get to the single mirror. I told you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, wow. Um, That'd be cool. They should have had a double mirror. I didn't yeah. see a double mirror. That would have... So you had to fight two of yourselves, one on yeah. each side at the whole time. <laughs> Whoa. That would be intense. Uh, but jump speaking kick. of... Jump kick. Other way, jump kick. Other way, jump kick. Other way, jump... What? That's oh. how you fight double mirror. Uh, but that is, that is about the only thing I liked other than my classic maker. So let's, uh, even though I took Paul's, let's go ahead and get to me and Kitos's uh, classic makers. Uh, Kitos, what was yours? What did you love most about Mortal Kombat? Uh, I think what I liked most about it is that it spawned other sequels to it. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so you, you prefer some of the later games? Yeah. Okay. Oh, or yeah. I should say you like the later games. I like the later games. So my my the classic... Of this, the fact that it existed. I mean, and I mean this one could still be a classic, right? I mean, you're not tipping your hand at all. Well, this <laughs> is a classic maker, so you know. Okay. Anyway, what, what, what's your favorite game of the series? Of the series, Mortal Kombat Three. Okay, nice. Yeah. Very cool. Um, and then my uh, classic maker is actually, I think the fatality mechanic is just a nice bit of flavoring that most other fighting games don't have or at least they certainly didn't have the time and so i thought that was just a a cool thing that you got to have this extra little 
bit that you got to do, especially when you're fighting a, a human opponent. It was like, ah, ha, ha, I not only beat you, I really beat you. That's so. true. The the added fatality is really cool. Mm-hmm. Do you guys play any multiplayer? No, I wish no. I could have, but I wasn't able to. I just did you from when no. I was a kid. <laughs> um, yeah. So all I know is, and I was the the one that said, "Do I have to?" Is because everyone that I played multiplayer was better than me, so they always beat on me. So oh. like, <laughs> I never wanted to play multiplayer. Believe me, all right, I, if I have to. I know how you feel, Paul. I was three playing this game against my brothers, and they all had a much higher learning curve than I did at the time. Oh, my gosh. Those fighting games were pretty hard. Wow. Um, All right. Well, before we get to the things that were hard about this game, uh, that is, we didn't like them. Uh, let's, we go out to social media and, uh, be it Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, where you can find us all there. And we ask, you know, what do you think of these uh, movies or in this case game that we're going to cover? And here's what some of you had to say. Uh, Patrick Hicks said, ah, the SNES without the benefit of the blood code. I've never seen video game fighters sweat that much. (laughs) (laughs) So do you remember like your, your parents or anybody talking about the blood and how it was a big deal? Not, not my parents. No, not our parents. No. Yeah. I was about to say, I don't remember my parents talking about it, but I remember it being a discussion at that time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, It was definitely something that people were talking about and like, oh my gosh, can't believe how video games can't be that violent. Yeah. Yeah. And then Duke Nukem comes out. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, (laughs) So then uh, Steve Hamilton said how hard it was. Uh, Goro, more like no row. <laughs> the the finishing moves were behind my skill set, but I did enjoy figuring out the one move each character had and repeating it over and over till my opponent cried out, "Cheater, <laughs> get over here!" <laughs> so thanks, Steve, for that. I uh, did like the those extra, not the sound effects, but the the voices in it. Even for that's one of the things that I really liked about, especially in the Super Nintendo version, where it included those voices, the voice sound effects, mm-hmm. like come here. And when you, the character select of Kano or whoever that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, speaking of Kano or Kino. Kano, did, yeah. Did you, whenever I played Liu King, I thought it was uh, Ernie Ray <laughs> <laughs> Jr. I could see that. I never. It's, Made Especially that connection, when he did but that it, flex thing. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I was wondering if you knew if he was the model. I don't want to be racist or anything. It's like, oh, that's got to be. I, I watched I mean? a little behind the scenes, and he wasn't the model for Luke. I didn't think so. But anyway, I, it reminded me of, uh, uh, I, yeah. Yeah, I, I can totally see that. Yeah. Especially with the Kino hair from yeah. the Ooze. Yeah. 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 Um, Anyway, moving on back to what you all had to say about Mortal Kombat. Uh, FPV underscore life said, excellent. Then eight, thank you, FPV. 8-Bit Max said, dope. And then, <laughs> thank you, 8-Bit. And then Retro Games Collection said, upside down smiley face. So I guess they kind of like this in a way. They're having so much fun, they flipped upside down. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, thank you, Retro Games. And finally, Deborah Powers says, I just remember I just remember it being really popular at the time and everyone was playing it. Not me, but my kids played. So thank you, Dev. Uh all right, so let's find out 
if there are reasons we shouldn't have been playing Mortal Kombat and finding something better to play, uh, let's talk about the things we didn't like. And let's start with Paul. What's one thing you didn't like about this game? It's it's too bloody. No. Um, <laughs> too sweaty. <one> of the- <laughs> <laughs> too sweaty. Um, I didn't like how uh, the controls. Mm. They weren't as good as Street Fighter 2 at the time. Mm-hmm. They didn't seem as refined. Pulling off the special moves was uh, hard to figure out if you didn't want to read the instruction booklet. It it was, and so it it was very frustrating. Where everyone else is finishing him, and you're just <laughs> like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not just gonna. I'm not gonna sweep the leg. I'm just gonna do that little like leg kick out poke. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, why does he keep flipping me, but I can't flip him? Yeah. Speaking of the controls, though, I hated this blocking a button for the blocking mechanic. Yes. Oh my gosh! Yes. I mean, maybe yes. it's just I'm so acclimatized to pressing back pressing for back. block. Yeah. And from Street yeah. Fighter, but oh man, did I hate that so much? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, not uh, too not too tragic maker level, but still. Uh, and it sounds like Kitos also didn't like that. But what's something else you didn't like, Kitos? Uh, yeah, so the other thing I didn't like, I mean, it's along the same lines of the controls. It was, uh, the moves themselves, it, it really, there was no flow to them. Mm-hmm. You kind of just hit and then hope that, you know, you did something with that hit. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then then you're waiting there for a second before you can do something else. Yeah. It, it didn't, I, I never felt like stuff could flow, but that could be because I'm not a pro. I, I watched a speed run mm-hmm. um, as well, and some guys just like, <laughs> doing fly kick after fly kick after fly <laughs> kick like faster than the boss can, can even do anything and i'm like okay wow That's i definitely couldn't pull that off yeah I, I i don't think too many people can pull off stuff like that cause yeah the moves don't have any flow and yeah i would say I, I, yeah the only flow i could find was my main character that i played was scorpion um the get over here guy <laughs> and i did find that if i did the the uh blitzing punches like mm-hmm. because his um spear move is back back light punch yeah. if i'm just hitting spamming light punch and i spam light back it will do the the spear somewhere in there and usually they're unless they're blocking already it will right. get them so that was yeah. The only bit of flow I could find was doing that when I could pull it off. But yeah, every time I had to do the spear, otherwise, and they block it, I'm like stuck there for a while. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of flow, one th- that goes into something else I didn't like. Sorry, Francisco. No, Steel go for weird. it. Um, was the actual character design flow or the animation flow? Mm-hmm. It it seemed I do like the quote unquote photorealistic character design. Mm-hmm. But the animation, the characters seemed very stiff. It wasn't yeah. flowing like uh, like other fighting games had it, a, the animation to it, the characters. Yeah, it's movement. like they only had keyframes and none of the in-between frames. Right. Yeah. 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 Good point. Good point. I didn't think about that, but you're absolutely right. It definitely felt stilted. And, yeah, I, I mean, that kind of leads into another point of mine yeah. that I didn't like. Is um, I know you you guys liked all the different characters, but I felt like 
all the characters were pretty much the same and had the same moves move set. They just look different. Right. Like I, mm-hmm. I pretty much do the exact same moves on every single character. Yeah. yeah. I, and you know what? That was one of the things I didn't like as well. I thought they pretty much all had the same basic moves, which mm-hmm. you could make an, I mean, sure. The buttons are all the same. Everyone has a light punch, hard punch, like kick, hard kick. Mm-hmm. But and I'm sorry I make this comparison, but in Street Fighter, even though everyone has those uh, sets of three sequences of punches and kicks, the way they pull them off is different. Like not everyone yeah. has an uppercut, for instance, with the down mm-hmm. high punch. Right. Yeah. Uh, not everyone has a roundhouse. There's different elements, um, different fighting styles, I guess you could say, uh, yeah. based on who you pick. Uh, even though they they probably do the same amount of damage, regardless, but. Yeah, I, I didn't like that either, that everyone pretty much seemed like it was the same. Like, it, it might as well have been the same guy doing all the... And actually, for a lot of the characters, it was the same guy. I think Sonya was different, Kano was different, and and they had one one other person that did all everyone else. Yeah. So... Uh, right. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't like that either. I just... I thought the variety... I, I like the variety. They all seem very different different from to look at them and their special moves overall were pretty pretty different right um but their their normal fighting i agree similar yeah Yeah. totally uh let's see something else i didn't like uh was and we sort of alluded to this earlier but this difficulty curve oh my goodness (laughs) um and we're just talking about playing uh versus the computer sort of the tournament match system going from the first player all the way up to shang sun is that what we're calling beginning or i was on medium difficulty okay so was i and yeah i i could get through the the first guy like butter then all of a sudden the second guy was like pretty challenging and then by the third guy i was i really had to work it to to make it up as far as i did to that first endurance match um yeah would you guys agree with that yeah so i i got i i got to the the first guy i died like six seven times on the oh, first gosh. guy oh, i'm like okay i'm dropping who, yeah. down the difficulty I, I, who are you playing oh did you have it on hard right away no i had i had <clears throat> on medium oh wow okay I, I, I did just, the same thing. Yeah. I, I but I kept mine on medium and I just went through all the characters and eventually I started getting a rhythm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What yeah. what characters did you guys use mostly? I used I used uh Sub Zero and okay. um I used Kano for a little bit, but I'm like, eh, I just yeah. went back to Sub Zero. <laughs> I nice. wanted to stick with one person, but then I got tired of losing with them and so I kept switching from character to character. Oh really? And, okay. And on the Super Nintendo I don't know uh, uh, on your version, uh-huh. Francisco, but it seemed like I had like an endless amount of continues. I only had four, and I couldn't figure out how to get more, like how to put more coins in. So uh, after uh, four, I was pretty much done. Okay. I yeah, I had over. the endless continues too. Oh, well, nice, yeah. nice for you guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I still had. I saw. I, I dropped the difficulty yeah, down to easy, and then I got to the second guy, couldn't get past him. Like, okay. That's not cool. I drop no. it down to the lowest one. Uh-huh. I finally get up to the mirror match at that point. I'm wow. on very easy. I get mm-hmm. up to the mirror match, and I'm starting to lose. <laughs> like The mirror match guy is just killing me. I'm Jeez. like, this is not cool. Wow. I eventually just like bashing my head at 
at it over and over again. Yeah. I finally, like Paul said, got into a rhythm, uh-huh. and I got past it. And past the mirror match is the, <laughs> the endurance challenge. Is that like two characters at the same time? Yeah. I was just like, oh my! That took me a while to get through. Wow! But you but, eventually got to Goro, which is amazing. Uh, yeah. Wow. But it was not easy. Nope. Those four. E- the, the those difficulty options. I don't know. They're lies. It is. <laughs> it is so hard. It's very it's, easy. It was difficult for me. It's like the the close the door button on elevators that apparently don't do anything. <laughs> yeah, you you drop the difficulty down all you want. It's not going to do anything. <laughs> yeah. oh, That's man. awesome. Uh, yeah, Paul, did you have uh, something else you didn't like? Probably, but all I can think is my tragic maker. Uh, one last thing I didn't like before we get to our tragic makers was. I remember the graphics looking so much better. <laughs> in the <laughs> arcade, it does. Okay. May, but, maybe not, that's... but not much. I mean, this was 92 still, you know? Yeah. I guess this probably just nostalgia goggles then because yeah. I remember, yeah, the fighters being much more higher f- fidelity in terms of the way they looked. And so I, w- I was a little disappointed in that regard. They, they were compared to what other games were out at the time. I, well, I mean, but I feel like this might go back to that same conversations we've had several times now of a things sp- are better in my childhood no than no no pixel art or pixel art or sprite uh uh yeah. character design and animation games hold up better yeah. than things that try to look realistic yeah so was uh, there i think yeah boom drop the mic uh except it's so not your, a stand your classic maker is a tragic maker no no my tragic maker is pretty much what you guys have already kind of said, um, but a little more in terms of the controls. Yes. But a little bit more specific. I felt like the special moves were so hit or miss for me. Yes. Like mm-hmm. uh, I was never able to pull off one. Yeah, I could pull off a one or two, and I was able to get um, Scorpion's fatality, which is cool to see, but it's the oh, same wow. one over and over again. Um, Come here and. Maybe it was my controller, but I don't think so. It was plugged directly into USB. It wasn't um, over Bluetooth like I would have preferred. Uh, but, I mean, with something like Street Fighter 2, a special move might be tough to master, but once you got it, you got it. And you could probably mm-hmm. count on pulling it off with a 95% success rate or something like that. Yeah. But Mortal Kombat seemed like it was more like 75%, if that. And I I just, especially if you are if you do pull it off, you're st- stuck with it. Yeah. Um, or stuck in that stance. It's that was really frustrating for me. I really, I really just like that. That was yeah, my most hated I, thing. I, I totally agree with you that on, on that. I, mm-hmm. I, and I don't think it was the your controller or anything because it was the same on mine. Oh, okay. So. I feel uh, redeemed I, then. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> it's across the board. I don't think it it handled multiple input very well. Yeah. The game. Yeah. Kitas, what didn't you like about this game the most? You're a tragic maker. Uh, so what was tragic for me was that even on very easy, with the difficulty, very uh-huh. easy, there were some times where I felt like the AI responded based off the moves you did, uh-huh. and that's how it figured out what it was going to do. So sometimes... um you could just fake out the AI super easy with a back uh, back low kick, uh-huh. 
uh-huh. and just trip them over and over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And they they just wouldn't ever block it or anything. No, even even when I turned up to medium, they would still just just fail at, at yeah. doing simple things like that. Uh-huh. And then sometimes if I wanted to like start with a punch, they'd instantly throw me and then they'd do chain moves on me. I'm like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Like there was it, it was really weird. I, I felt like it was it was programmed in such a way that you could just yeah. instantly lose what, uh-huh. and you'd have the, that difficulty curve it's a lie I, I it's just it doesn't do anything I, <laughs> and awesome. so uh, to, to me that that is a tragic maker it's like I, I I either got stomped or I found a way to cheese the the computer right and that that was that was the best I could hope for mm-hmm. Wow uh, I, yeah I, I could totally see where you're coming from there uh, Paul what was the thing you hated most about Mortal Kombat uh, for some reason, and I can't put my finger on exactly what it is about this game, but um, after dying many, many, many times <laughs> at the beginning and then kind of finding my rhythm, like I said, and uh-huh. I started to advance, and I could see the uh, the mirror level up there. I was like, oh, that's cool. You fight yourself, you know? And I uh-huh. was, as I progressed, I was just getting more bored with it and then yeah. i didn't even make it to the mirror level because i was like mm. you know what this this is just boring i'd rather not waste my time do i okay i get the feel of the game i get it yeah now on to something else you yeah know? i mean so oh I, I don't know what it is about it but it just after a while just stopped holding my attention and i was it was bored yeah i was i was uh telling um one night uh like i'd played it a few times and then uh, we were getting closer to recording. I'm like, okay, I, I should play one more time. And I was telling uh, Christy, my wife, don't let me do anything before I play this game one more time. And I know that's ridiculous, but please make sure I play this game. And she says, that's not ridiculous. I know what you're going to write. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had, there were three different times I sat down to play this and I, and I wound up not because I was like, isn't there anything better to do? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, enough foreshadowing there. Uh, let's, uh, Alice, now that we've entered all our targeting information into the firing computer, do you have a firing solution for us? Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready on your mark. Do we rate Mortal Kombat a classic? We'd recommend anyone go out and play this game. Seek it out. It's it's pretty cheap on uh, good old games, GOG.com. Uh, I got it for a sale there for like $150, and I actually get Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat 2, and Mortal Kombat 3. So uh, if would I recommend you go see it or go seek it out there or uh, play this game again? If it if I rate a classic, I would. Uh, would do we rate it a nostalgic? We'd only recommend people who have played it before pick it up and play it again. Uh, if you've never played it before, you probably just may may find it boring, like Paul was alluding to. Or do we rate it a tragic? If you have good memories of this game, leave those memories intact. Don't go out and play this game again. And if you've never played it before, stay far away. Uh, find another game. Maybe one of the more recent, like Mortal Kombat vs. DC uh, characters games would be funner, but this first entry in the franchise, stay away from. 
Uh, so how do you rate Mortal Kombat? Let's start with our guest, Kitos. What's your rating? I rate Mortal Kombat number one. Yeah. The game, not the movie. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for your <laughs> specificity. <laughs> A tragic. A tragic. Unfortunately, yeah. it just doesn't hold up and really... As Francisco said, leave leave it to your memories. Yeah, it isn't it isn't worth picking up unless you're getting it with a bundle of two and three. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing I, I forgot to touch on before. <clears throat> so, Alice, recalibrate if you need to. Um, you guys said you played the SNES versions, which had sweat and not blood. Do you think? Um, Kitos, do you me. think that would, if you could see all the blood and gore, do you think that would have made a difference in your rating? No, no, you're not you're, you're not blood uh, thirsty for blood, bloodlust. Even even if all the blood in the world, <laughs> I, I don't think it could save this game. <laughs> okay, so uh, solidly tragic for Kitos. How about you, Paul? Agreed. That solidly <laughs> tragic for Kitos. Yes, but what is your rating? I also rate this a tragic. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, it's uh, it, but like you said. If you have fond memories of it, leave it. <laughs> there's other there's other games from 1992 fighting games like Street Fighter that I think would be a more fun visit. Mm-hmm. And I pretty much have to just uh, agree with you guys. It's pretty much tragic for me as well. I I I, I wanted to I wanted to like this game. I wanted to enjoy it, but I. I did too. After posting about it, my picture, I got so many likes. Yeah, like, wow, yeah. Wow, there's a lot of people that really like this. And then I, I bet a lot of that, like, sort of going off what Kitos was saying a lot earlier in the show. I bet a lot of love comes with those other entries in the franchise, yeah. with the two and three, two and three, um, for sure. So I like. In fact, two. I was reading Mortal Kombat Two was the first game. That when it came out, it exceeded movie uh, ticket sales for that weekend or something oh, like awesome. that. It was that big of a deal. Um, yeah. Anyway, the Retro Rewind podcast rates Mortal Kombat, the game, the first one, a unanimous tragic game. Wow. I think that's the first Is unanimous first? tragic game we've had. We have we've had another unanimous tragic movie. But this would be the first game, I believe, which is yeah. kind of sad. Usually we're pretty split when yeah. it comes to the yeah. games. Uh, we, did... we finally all agree. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had a couple patrons uh, chime in and rate this game. In case we ended up with a draw, they would be the tiebreakers. And they both rated it nostalgic. Uh, but unfortunately, we're pretty set in our ratings. So... Because we actually played the game recently. <laughs> well, they, they may have. We don't know. but uh, I can tell you they haven't if they were <laughs> nostalgic. <laughs> All right. Now that we've, uh, you know, we've, we read Mortal Kombat, now let's uh, go and bring up the commsats and see if there's any other feedback or announcements. Else? Let's go. Comsats online. Receiving incoming transmission. All right. First, as always, I want to uh, say go to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash vote, And there you can vote on the movies you want us to cover. And hey, hey, guess what? It's what? finally that time. We have locked in what our next five movies are going to be. 
Uh, we just got done talking about Nintendo Switch for our patrons, uh, so that's where the, all that Mario jazz is coming from. Uh, but uh, so here are what the next five movies we are going to, going to cover are. We will be covering Space Camp because apparently you don't like me, yes. listeners, because you voted that like up. <laughs> or, yeah. or maybe you just like Paul more, which is fine. You could like you like me, but you really like Paul. So no, they think they like Space Camp. <laughs> Fine. Because there's uh, some other things that I would love to cover. That's way down no. towards the bottom. Good point. Uh, so Space Camp is next, followed by Aladdin. Ooh. Then we're going to cover Hook with the late Robin Williams. Uh, we won't be covering it with the late Robin Williams. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have the Retro Rewind podcast seance. Now, um, uh, Hook starring Robin Williams. Then that will be followed by The Lion King. And uh, ending the five movies, this next five group is Toy Story. So quite the Disney heavy block here, uh, which we're happy to do because it's the happiest place on earth. Um, oh, thank you, Disney, for that check. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so those are yeah, the next right. five movies we will be covering. Thank you so much for voting. If you're new to the show, you get to have a say in what movies we cover by going to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash cast your vote. And... You can say what the next five movies might be. Uh, right now, if we were to close voting today, which we wouldn't, but if we were, the next five, the five movies at the top are Tron, the original Tron, yeah. uh, Newsies, uh, the anime Spirited Away, which was a Miyazaki anime, uh, A Bug's Life, and Tombstone. <laughs> so yeah, go and vote on those movies. And thank you to everyone who has voted and gets, you know, gets to participate in how this show is formed. Uh, the next thing I want to announce is we recently uh, we recently started a Letterboxed account, which if you don't know what that is, uh, Letterboxed, which is L-E-T-T-E-R-B-O-X-D. There's no E in boxed. Uh, letterboxd.com. It's like Goodreads, but for movies. So you can keep track of all the movies you, you watch and you know, when you watch them, you can write your own reviews of them make lists of your favorite movies or top tens or what have you. So I recently started one for the retro rewind as a place to just be another place where you can see all the movies you've covered. Um, I've assigned star ratings to uh, classic is like unanimous classic is like five stars. Disputed classic is four stars. I sort of transposed it that way uh, and created lists for classic nostalgic. So it's at a glance, you can see better, what we've rated things. But we have, as you know, like over 100 movies we've covered. Uh, unfortunately, we won't be able to put our video games up there, but we have over 100 movies we've covered. And that's going to take a lot of work to put them all back in. And it'd be great if any of you want to help us. Uh, just send me, you can contact me over the Facebook, over Facebook or Twitter or any of those outlets. Please just let me know, hey, I'd like to help with that. Not that you have to commit to like, Entering all of the back catalog or anything, but any little bit would be very helpful. So uh, rate them all classic. No, I I have a system for how you what you're supposed to enter. I can give you very clear instructions. <laughs> <laughs> I will be checking your work if if I don't trust you, which I don't know why I would let you help if you, I don't trust you. But uh, if you're you interested, trust let uh, let me know at Retro Rewind Pod on Twitter. Or uh, Facebook.com slash, I think, group slash Retro Rewind Podcast. Or just DM me on Facebook, Francisco X. Ruiz. Anyway, so 
Uh, yeah, and if you if you are on Letterboxd, let, uh, follow us. We are retro, retro Rewind Pod on Letterboxd, and we'll follow you back. It'd be fun to have a little network of listeners and us on there. Last thing I want to announce is, so I just mentioned the next five uh, movies we're going to be covering, but interspersed with that, we are actually going to be doing a crossover episode with the Feeling Film podcast. At least that's that's our plan right now. That may change. But you will get another movie in there uh, somewhere. I think it'll come after, it'll either come after Aladdin or after Hook. So somewhere in there, expect another episode uh, for, from us. We'll be covering a retro movie. Don't worry, we're not changing, like we're not doing all of a sudden a new movie or anything. But uh, just expect... We will an, on another podcast. We might be doing it on their podcast, a new movie, yes. But uh, so just be aware that that will be happening. Uh, then now we'd like to go to some feedback from you, our awesome listeners. First, uh, Diego, who's at a Latino lawyer, said, referring to City Slickers, or uh, referring to Le- City Slickers episode, he said, never saw this movie, so I'm excited to use it as excited to use the podcast as my recommendation guide. So would love to hear if you uh, uh, liked it like we did. Uh, Diego, let us know. Um, Diego also says, uh, just now listening to the Boy Who Could Fly episode, and I have a feeling that Francisco's prediction of cl- tragic would be my take also. And yeah, that was my prediction. But if you heard the Boy Who Could Fly episode, which was 106, you may find that that wasn't how it quite panned out. Uh, so, but thank you as always, Diego, for interacting with us on Twitter. It's awesome. We get to interact with any of our listeners. Uh, then uh, Brian Hamilton said, uh, regarding our, our city slickers episode. Hi, Curly. Kill anybody today? Day ain't over yet. (laughs) So thanks for including that quote, Brian. Uh, and that was it. So if you want to leave us feedback on this episode or any other, the best places to do it are on the comments of this episode, retrorewindpodcast.com slash 108. Uh, or uh, go to our Facebook or Twitter or even Instagram. You can find us there. But Paul will cover some of those uh, here in a bit. Uh, but now, you know, we have just about reached our last nav point uh, and the end of the episode, but not the end of the show, actually. Much like uh, you might find, you know, the secret characters in Mortal Kombat or a secret level in Super Mario World, there's bonus content out there of the Retro Rewind podcast. You don't need a cheat code or to do something special to get it. Oh, I mean, it's a little special. You just need to become one of our patrons on Patreon for as little as $1 an episode, and you'll get our new tubes, uh, our 1.21 Game Watts. We played a, a video game music trivia game this time. And uh, we also will have bonus content like uh, me, Paul, and Kitos talked about the Nintendo Switch, what we're hoping for, what we're uh, not looking forward to, and did a fun little face-off for part of it, which was a lot of fun. Uh, You also get access to our pre- and post-shows. We do commentaries. Kitos has been on our Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze commentary. Uh, So lots of content for uh, just supporting us for $1 an episode. So hopefully you'll consider doing that. All right. Uh, now before we actually head back to Nav Point Omega, Paul, take it away. 
Uh, next time we'll be going back to the year 1986, the year after Marty McFly goes back to the future. <laughs> That's how we calibrate all our time circuit settings. It's just around yeah. Back to the Future, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we're going to be going to the year 1986 for the movie Space Camp. But until then, you can find Do we have to, Paul? Do we have to? Stick around and find out (laughs) on the next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast, which you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and you can support us through Patreon and PayPal. And you can follow us on the social media of Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook. But if you want to find me specifically, you can go to pauljpowers.com where I have all my social media links there. Awesome. Thank you so much, Paul, for being... I mean, I know I say it all the time, but you're, you really are an awesome friend, an awesome co-host, awesome fellow combatant. Hopefully one day we'll be able to keep the outer outworld realm from invading earth realm and, you know, take it over here, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, really appreciate you. Uh, and I also want to thank our guest Kitos Ruiz for coming back to the show. Always a pleasure to have you and talk games. Always yeah. fun. Uh, is the, how can people find you online? And is there anything you'd like to promote? Um, so people can find. Uh, thank you, Francisco, for having me, and thank you, Paul. Absolutely, uh, yeah. it's always always a blast. I love talking games, and and even Ooh. now, the bonus content in the <laughs> side. Um, and, and if you guys would like to find me or find out what i'm up to what my latest stuff is you can find me on twitter at um at cool deluxe that's q-o-o-l-d-e-l-u-x-x and that's on twitter very cool very cool all right uh so thanks again to paul and kitos but most of all thank you so much for listening whether uh, i don't know if you're listening on like a run or on your way to work or doing chores but thank you so much for listening we really appreciate you we pray that this this episode you're able to experience some joy while you're listening to it and you know, laugh hopefully not cry <laughs> and maybe maybe cry tears of joy but uh hopefully you're able to feel connected to fellow people that are nostalgic about games and movies of the past um so thank you so much for listening uh, subscribing if you subscribe to us for supporting us on Patreon or PayPal, or just if you share this podcast with your friends, that's such an awesome thing. So thank you so much. But like a Pokemon trainer, we got to catch you all later on the next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Retro Rewind mission complete. Proceed to Nap Point Omega and return to base. Finish him. (laughs) (laughs) That was him flying into spikes or something, not him farting.